Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and this is episode 472 of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, concentrated commentary on the worlds of Doctor Who. I want to start with the end. I can't think of better parting words from a doctor than, Tag, you're it. If you work backward from there to the beginning, the power of the doctor makes less and less sense. Which, let's be real, is par for the course for a plot driven by the master. But here in the real world, plots are the showrunner's responsibility. But a long time ago, an online reviewer said about a comic book he was fond of, and I'm paraphrasing here, for this writer, the plot is not king, the plot is more like the second son of the Duke. And that was a positive review. Is the early plot, the Chibnall one, not the master's one, 100% nonsense, as my friend Jason Snell said on our Doctor Who flashcast on the Incomparable Network on Sunday? I don't think so. I'll grant it 50% nonsense. But once the Master takes over the Doctor's body, everything goes more or less linear, and there's less confusion to detract from the emotional stakes. But those emotional beats are pretty constant throughout the episode. And that early plot chaos is more than made up for, in my opinion, by the sheer joy of seeing Sophie Aldred and Janet Fielding back on Doctor Who for far more than glorified cameos. With baggage and tension over the Doctor brought to the party, Ace asks, are you ready for this? No, replies Tegan. And Yaz's shock that the Doctor could disappear from two companions' lives for decades makes it possible for her to leave the Doctor behind in the end. The power of the Doctor is emotionally true. In big moments like that, and small moments like Dan's early departure after trauma, when he says he not only needs to get back to his life, he needs to attack it, which he can do because he learned that from the Doctor. There are also the beautiful moments of reconciliation between the classic companions and their Doctors. And there is the Doctor's quick passage through all the stages of grief to acceptance. The Blossomist Blossom isn't a third Doctor reference. It's a quote from British writer Dennis Potter in an interview he gave months before dying of cancer, remarking on how even a mundane flower is, quote, absolutely wondrous. And if only people could see that every day. When regeneration is upon them, Doctors often comment on seeing the world again through new eyes. At her end, the 13th Doctor is seeing the world anew before regeneration. My therapist has been encouraging me to find awe and wonder in ordinary things, to cultivate awe. Bless Jodie Whittaker for portraying that beautiful moment for me to see it. And bless is too strong a word, but my thanks to Chris Chibnall for setting up that moment and so many other moments in The Power of the Doctor. The plot? Good enough. The fan service and nostalgia? Tasty, like candy. The feelings suffused within and generated by the story? They'll stay with me for a long time. I'm grateful for this story, and I'm glad that Jodie Whittaker got a send-off that was worthy of her. Thanks for listening to the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. 
I have more thoughts about The Power of the Doctor and David Tennant and Shudi Gatwa and stuff like that. And once some things happen under the hood of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, I'll get right to them. It may be a while. We've certainly got like 13 months or so before we get a new episode. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs>